So understand what phase, what season are you in, in your fitness journey and getting really clear on what you actually want, right? Because it might not actually be a smaller body. And I often find this, my girls, as I dig a little bit deeper and I'm like, hmm. And once they start changing how they speak to themselves, you know, really enforcing positive language, positive self-belief, seeing the evidence around them that they can and seeing the evidence that they trust themselves with food and feeling more confident with how they speak to themselves and how they show up. Keeping those little promises to yourself is huge. And just by building up your own confidence, they realize and like have their cake and eat it too. What is up everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Them podcast at 21 years old, whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five, and started my own business, and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome back to another guest episode on the Empower With Them podcast. And I have a powerhouse joining me today. This is a newfound friend of mine. We connected, it has to be a couple, at least three months ago now, I'd say. Um, and I met this beautiful, inspiring woman inside of a coaching container that I joined. And from there, we became friends and she's from the Gold Coast as well. So now we go out on coffee dates, which is great. Um, it's always fun to find some uh, business besties that are actually in person because all of mine seem to be online. But today's guest is a women's empowerment and fitness coach. And what she specializes in, specializes in is helping women ditch the diet mindset, create a deeper relationship with their body and ignite inner confidence. So I'm so excited to welcome Sarah Ross to the podcast. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Why don't you tell our listeners all about you because I've given the basic intro, but let them know who Sarah really is. Yeah. So, you know, we always, um, we always look at like a business and ourselves, right? It's like we, we essentially are our brand and we are, we are inside of our business. So I guess who, who I am as, as a coach, you know, to really narrow it down where my love falls is simply just empowering women in their own body, in their own mind, in training and allowing themselves to step into, you know, that deeper self-belief, that deeper self-trust and just to have a really good relationship with who they are, their body, food, the gym and just really be able to live live their best life, essentially, to break that down into a few sentences. <laughs> I love that. And what brought you into this like fitness and women's empowerment space? Yeah, so I have been um, I've been a coach for about three years now, but I've probably only been in the online space for I would say about eighteen months. I'm still pretty still pretty new. I'm still learning a lot as well, which is fantastic. It's always the best part. But what sort of brought me here with my own? I guess it's always our own journey, right? And where 
where it ends up taking us and our own purpose and our own lessons and and everything wanting to be able to pass that on to um to other people as well so I guess what brought me into fitness which brought me into being a coach is like it always starts with we want to change how we look right it's like it's always like we want to feel more confident in our skin or we want to get stronger or we want to lose a couple kilos or we want to feel healthier and usually it's along those lines and all of the lessons that I've learned along the way with my own background of I guess my own my own challenges in terms of restrictive eating and body image and overtraining as well and you know just being so fast paced in my life and this was before even I was a coach and then you know I got into into business and I was like wow this really can't be like I can't be operating in such a fast paced state even though I had healed a lot of um, parts in terms of my relationship with my body um, you know my own training and my own my own level of knowledge with that too and my relationship with food even though I'd heal these parts there were still parts where I was like okay like I need to slow down I need to look after my health I need to look after my nervous system um, just so I can operate the best that I can not only in the gym but just for day-to-day life like whether it be your mental health, business, relationships, like how you show up in the other areas of your life is really, really important. So that's sort of where it's, yeah, it's led me to where I am today. Mm. I love that you mentioned like the importance of looking after your health, not just for, you know, to look good, but to feel good in life, in your relationships, in your business. And I feel like in my experience, like I used to be so invested into my health, my fitness and everything. And then when I stepped into the business space, I lost my balance and lost my ability to carry everything. And the very first thing that went out the window was my health, was my wellness, was the way that I was looking after how I was feeling. And then that led me down this big spiral that I'm actively building myself out of, right? So I think that's really important that you did mention that there. And I know we're going to have a massive conversation around that today anyway but you did mention uh that you've personally had some struggles around body image and restrictive eating so I know I can relate to that and I'm sure so many of our listeners can so you open to sharing some of your experiences with us and how you really overcame and 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 shifted your mindset I guess to to work around that yeah absolutely so I guess where it started is like when we get into fitness it came from a really good place Mm. it came from a place of just wanting to just be a better version of me, like look after myself and just take care of myself, right? And just feel a little bit more confident, stronger, just create some shape. And it started from a really good place because I don't remember growing up with struggles around my body or food or restrictions. Like I don't, I don't think I was exposed to that sort of environment. But when I got into fitness, it sort of started to come from more of a place of self punishment and not Mm. feeling worthy in my skin rather than from a place of like strength and empowerment and wanting to improve so Mm. from that space of I guess self-punishment what started to happen was you know I was given these plans right here's your calories they were quite low here's your six days of training this is the way to do fitness and this is the way to be healthy and obviously you're going to follow what 
the trainer or the coach tells you to do because you don't know any better, especially in like your first, I would say like two years of training, even three sometimes, like you're still sort of an infant, right? Yeah. You're still learning, which is like honestly the best part. There's so much growth that you can have, have in that space physically and mentally. But because I was given this plan, I'm like, okay, like, and I followed through with the plan, right? I'm resilient in those areas. So I ticked the boxes. I did the things. But after about six to eight months, what started to happen was I really started to fear putting on like weight or putting on more body fat instead of muscle. And I was trying to keep calories low to maintain this like lean physique. But what I didn't realize at the time, and you don't realize you're operating in, operating in this space, is the amount of brain fog that I had. My training felt rubbish. I was not getting stronger. I wasn't seeing much progress. Mm-hmm. And this like that space of low energy in that operation with my body I was showing up to work like literally like a dead battery and I did not even realize that I was operating in such a this like unhealthy state because my calories were you know lower and I guess I was too afraid to put them up I didn't want to put on weight or I was worried about the scales or you know I was fine how I was and I thought that was my maintenance calories but it's like 17 1800 calories is not your maintenance calories. And it's so important to be teaching women and empowering women to fuel their body correctly. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you have to put on a ton of body fat, but what it does mean is that you have the capacity to, and the calories to not be able to restrict, to go out and be social, to have energy, to operate in your career and like thrive in your career, not just in your career, but in your training and your intensity as well. Mm. So understanding how much I was meant to be eating is really, really important because I didn't really have that guidance, yeah. right? And with those, with that restriction and with that sort of like space of not feeling confident in my skin, mm. I was like, okay, my my boss sat me down. She was like, Sarah, like we need to talk. This is before I was in business when I was um I used to be a beauty therapist and mm-hmm. in the clinic. She sat me down. She's like, we need to talk. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, you seem really off. Is everything okay? And it came from, she was like, she was a good boss. Like I had a good work environment. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic. But I was just like, at that stage, I was like, okay, that was a real sort of eye opener for me. Yeah. I got a morning because I was not operating very well because I was just so unhealthy. And then I was like, all right, something needs to change. It wasn't long until after that, I actually quit that career and I moved into the PT space, mm-hmm. got qualified, did all the things. Um, and that's when I was like, well, I need to learn. I need to learn right now because <laughs> this is not right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's how it sort of, I started healing my relationship with my body. I learned how to fuel my body correctly. I learned how to prioritize my training Mm. to see those physical results, to actually come from a place of like, cool, like I can feel real balanced in my life and I don't have to feel restriction around food. I don't have to feel, you know, um, this low energy space. And you don't actually realize that you're in that space until you're sort of out of it as well. But it's that transition between the two that can feel really uncomfortable but once you're there like I see women in the space that I take them through similar sort of pathway and they look back like even eight weeks in and they're like oh my gosh Mm. like the way that they see themselves their confidence their energy their strength like this space that they're operating in is in much more of like an empowering Mm. self-accepting space so it's really really beautiful to be able to see that Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that story. And I mean, I can definitely resonate with that journey you've been on. Um, When you mentioned like the punishment versus the pleasure, 
like I only came to the realization that I was in that place of training and starving myself like as punishment um, when I started to step out of it, right? So for me, like I started my fitness journey back in, I was in year 12 when I first started. And it's so funny because I have like these photos of when me and my sister first joined a gym and we saw, we found them a couple years ago and we were like, holy crap, like we did not realize where we were when we just started. And like, we weren't ever unhealthy. Like when we first started, just like yourself, we had brought up in a family where like, you know, eating was encouraged. We were big eaters, but we were naturally like the tiniest little girls because we're just small people, right? And so you look at these photos and if you didn't know our age, you'd think that we would have an eating disorder, but we were just, you know, 15 or what was it? It was like 17, 16 year olds at the time. But that was when we first started our training and that's when we first started going to the gym and that's when we first started to become obsessed with like the whole diet culture and, you know, mm-hmm. like um, idolizing different influences, wishing we had their bodies even though their body types are far from what ours are and were. And, I mean, we were like 16, 17 at the time and we were idolizing women, women, like 26-year-olds, people who were 10 years older than us. But – then I started to get deeper and deeper into my fitness journey. Um, when I started to experience my first breakup, that like catapulted me into my overtraining years. And I would start going to the gym twice a day, sometimes three times a day on the treadmill, exhausted, but doing it anyway, because I'm like, I need to look good. So he regrets breaking up with me and then starving myself, you know, not eating enough because I had no idea about like what I should be eating. But then eventually in later years, I did come across you know, different online coaches that um, Rachel Dillon was the biggest sort of like influence on me. And like, I love her journey and like, you know, everything she promotes. Um, And so that's when I started to get some like more proper guidance. But even in saying that, you know, I look at those programs and um, there's still a large gap, you know, like for, because I mean, the support you would provide someone on a one-to-one level is so different than the support that you would get from being inside a self-paced type fitness program, right? Because you're guessing like your calories still to an extent. Yes, there's a guide, but you don't actually know what you're doing in the kitchen. And that's where I started to see more problems come up, um, particularly in 2019. That was the year where I definitely like reached my skinniest point um, and still deeply, deeply believed I was fat. You know, like my body dysmorphia was and is getting better now, but it was huge. And so I had the six pack abs. I had like, you know, the massively toned body, but I would look in the mirror and be so insecure, so unsatisfied with what I was looking at. And it was only last year when I obviously dove headfirst into business, I burnt myself out because I was trying to maintain this six days of training whilst building a business from the ground up and not eating properly. And then I started to gain weight. And through that process of gaining weight, it came to my realization just how body dysmorphic like my mentality was and just how bad like my training and eating habits were. And so um, I just guess I shared that story because of how you mentioned that you only really realize how bad it is once you're out of it 
right? And and that's exactly the same for me. And so what pulled me out of it was these newfound body image issues of trying to adjust to, you know, being a little bit squishier, having bigger boobs, being less defined, you know? And then that has been like the whole um, body image journey that I've been working on at my at the moment myself. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd share that story in case, you know, there was anything that came up for you there. Yeah, amazing. That's so good. And something I do want to bring up um, with that, that story is so empowering. And I feel like so many women will really be able to relate, especially to the the breakup, right? You go through yeah. like a self, self-discovery journey after you like break up with someone. You're like, who am I? Like, what do I want to do? How do I want to take care of myself? And I feel like you start to get to know yourself on a deeper level. Being The biggest thing I see with fitness and the biggest challenge that I see with women is like there is a difference between like a program and mm coaching mm. right those 12 week programs like Rach is like fantastic love mm. her have done her challenges when I first sort of started um there is a big difference between like exercising and a program compared to like coaching like a program and exercise is just like ticking the boxes and going mm. through this structure coaching and like a structured program is more so being able to work towards an end goal and I personally mm. found with the market research that I've seen, the the challenges that I've done in the past, online PDFs, the workouts, like there is a ridiculous amount of volume, i.e. like your sets and reps, exercises, like like 10 to 12 exercises in one session. Oh my gosh, no wonder we were so freaking tired. And it's actually, I found such better results, not only with myself and my clients too, is don't actually need to do more. Everyone's like more sets, more reps, got to do more. But it's like, it's not about mm. doing more. It's actually about doing less and having like a better quality sessions mm. within your training as well. Like you've got the energy and the recovery to be able to push with quality sets. Therefore, you're going to build muscle. You're going to have shape. You're probably going to be less stressed because there's less training volume and sets. And like, I'd rather you spend an extra day resting, like train at three, four days a week have good sessions, spend the extra day like at the beach, go on to your best friends, like go have ice cream, like do things that like just refuel your soul. And then you can put more time into the other areas of your life, like your relationships and your, your career as well. So I've noticed a really big difference between like, you don't want to be spending all this time in the gym. Mm. Like you don't want to feel like unmotivated and burnt out to go in the first place because Mm. you're spending so much time there, which is really that like sort of all or nothing approach that we can really fall into right completely and like while you're on that topic of all or nothing approach I'd love to have a bit of a chat around um this entrepreneurial space still in particular because I do know that um within this community it's really easy to lose balance you know it's really easy to knock yourself out of alignment and in the process of building a business let go of you know the importance of fitness and diet and all of that And I am very much an all or nothing person. (laughs) I am very much an all or nothing person, which is something that I have recognized within myself that I I need to change and I need to work on. Now, (laughs) last year I burnt myself out and I spent the second half of last year building myself out of it, thinking that, okay, I'm going to step into 2022 and I'm going to be a brand new person. 2022 comes, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm finally ready to like go back to the gym. I've worked through like the body image a bit. I feel a little bit more comfortable going. I'm not going to cry in my car every time now. Like, let's take that step forward. And so then I went to the gym and I burnt myself out again because I went from zero to a hundred. I went 
you know, it's all or it's nothing. You know, I was going to um, gym classes every single morning, doing that high intensity training, waking up at like 5am to get it in before I do my massive work day and my energy just could not carry it. So what would your guidance be for someone who is trying to build a business and it needs needs to make that balance once more, you know, regain that balance, not necessarily go all or nothing, but find that happy place where you can build both, you can build your health and you can also build your business. Yeah, I love this question because I have a few girls in my um, container that are coaches themselves. So I've coached coaches, I've coached PTs, I've coached business owners um, because I fully resonate where where they've come from and, you know, the, the space that they've been in in terms of looking after your energy, which is mm-hmm. huge. And I like to tackle things from both like a physical point of view but then also like a mental point of view and a more of like a biased sort of spiritual point of view as well so you really love that yeah like I guess that's I'm I'm no spiritual coach but I do feel like it's important to protect your energy in other ways that you would only know how to do and really listening to your body like I always talk about you know rather than all or nothing see your fitness journey kind of like a dial right? Like, a, like instead of an on, on, on off switch, we'll turn the dial up sometimes. If you're in a dieting phase, like let's get in, get your deficit done and get out. Like let's not drag on the process longer than it needs to be. But if it's not a good time to diet, like let's not focus on that. Let's just focus on your training. Let's focus on your maintenance, your maintenance calories, make sure you're eating enough and you're maintaining your body weight and you're recomping through your training rather than restricting calories, mm. right? Often it's always the other way around in fitness. People will go into dieting phases and want to get leaner and smaller and just be in a smaller body or be X amount on the scales or be like X size in clothes. Mm. But what they, you know, what they don't realize is that does come with a push period. It's just the reality of the goal. Mm -hmm. It comes with being more food focused, more body focused, which is not a bad thing. The only issue with that is if we stay in that space for too long physiologically with our behaviors around food and then psychologically as well with hormonally too like your leptin your ghrelin your your thyroid like women we need to take care of our hormones as well it's a really huge part so being able to move out of that space I think it's really important to have an honest conversation with not only yourself but your coach and being like okay what do I really want right now do I actually want to push? Do I need a? Do I want to push? Do I want to be more resilient? Do I want to be more disciplined? Is this the phase that I want to go in? Hundred percent. I will back my clients and back you know any woman that wants to go into that phase. But go in, get it done. Let's do it right, and let's just like not diet for an extended period of time because it's unnecessary. Or I have women coming to me who just want to like learn a little bit more balance, mm. right? They want to learn how to exactly do exactly that. They want to learn how to like operate well in their career. They want to be able to push in other areas of their life, look after their relationships. They don't want to sacrifice the weekends out with their with their partner, which is so fine. Like that is such an important and integral part of culture, right? Is food. And, you know, they want to learn how to have that balance so they aren't exhausted, they aren't burnt out, and they're not spiraling out of control with mm. my fitness on calories and getting quite obsessive. Because I know that perfectionism nature. Um, I've definitely been there before too. So it's like, okay, if your goal is literally maintenance, it doesn't mean that you can't see fantastic physical results in the process, mm. right? But it just looks a little bit different. So understand what phase 
what season are you in mm. in your journey and getting really clear on what you actually want, right? Because it might not actually be a smaller body. And I often find this, my girls, as I dig a little bit deeper and I'm like, hmm, you know, where is that part? And once they start changing how they speak to themselves, you know, really enforcing positive language, positive um, self-belief, seeing the evidence around them that they can and seeing the evidence that they trust themselves with food and feeling more confident with how they speak to themselves and how they show up, keeping those little promises to yourself is huge. And just by building up your own confidence, they realize my, okay, like I'm actually quite happy at, um, you know, reversing the calories up. Maybe they got a little bit leaner. They definitely got stronger. They're focusing on their training and they can like have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. 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 I love how you mentioned that you dig deeper with your clients. And like, if someone says to you, oh, I want a smaller body, like, it's like, "Mm, is that really what you want? Because when you do think about it, right, it's not the smaller body necessarily that we want. We just want to feel good. And society really has programmed us to believe that if you have a smaller body, you're going to feel good because everyone's going to praise you. Everyone's going to think you're beautiful because that is what society has told us is beautiful. But then you get there, you get that smaller body and all of a sudden you're still not satisfied. And then that's where all of these big issues come up because you're like, well, I've got to get even smaller now because I don't feel good. But at the end of the day, like you're working towards the wrong goal. So how would you suggest someone um, pinpoints what it actually is that they want to achieve? in their fitness and health journey? Mm, Yeah, that's a really good question because I was having this similar conversation with one of my clients earlier this week, actually, and Mm. she's, she started to realize, and I had this conversation with her at the start because I know her, her patterns. And once you like work with someone for a long period of time, you really understand sort of how they, how they operate, how they think um, physically and, you know, mentally with their training as well. And I asked her, uh, she said, like, you know, I'm falling into that space of lean is never lean enough. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I really love how you brought that up because she's been in the space of maintenance. And I said, look, like if you want to go into this deficit, the same thing, everything is in seasons. Let's like hustle. Let's push in this, in this Mm. phase and really focused and let's pull you out. Let's learn what maintenance feels like. Let's learn what balance feels like. Let's learn, you know, how to push and, and train with proper intensity and strength so you can build a strong physique right and feel like have more energy in the process so being able to navigate you know within yourself it can be really hard to future pace on what those goals look and feel like without reflecting Mm. because sometimes you know most women don't actually know what that next phase sort of looks and feels like like they don't really know what what maintenance feels like, like maintenance with the gym, maintenance with their calories to maintain their body weight, to focus on other areas because fitness is very diet focused. Mm. It's very about getting leaner. It's very much about the scales and it's all about the marketing and looking toned and all yeah. of this language when they might not actually know what that maintenance feels like. So to really be able to dig deep and understand like, a really good place to start is probably like, what are your values? Mm. Like, what's your, what are your core values? Like, what do you live by? Like, what do you stand by? How do you want your nutrition to look and feel? 
that's probably a really good question. How do you want your training to look and feel? Remove what marketing and all the buyers say. Like, what do you actually want? Mm. Right. Just having an honest conversation with yourself. Right. But having a coach is going to allow you to take 10,000 times more steps Mm. forward rather than just staying in the same cycle because sometimes we don't actually see our patterns. Oh, yeah. Words I viewed to be like, oh, like, okay, these are some areas that we can, here are some gaps. This is what we can work Mm. on. This is what we can focus on. And even just having reassurance, Mm. I have found is not only with myself and and my coach, but with my clients as well. And I'm sure you see it too. And it's like having reassurance from your coach or someone to be like, no, this this is what it's meant to look like. This is what it's meant to feel like. The results are exactly where you're meant to be. Like don't slash calories just because you've you've gone over by 200. Yeah. leave the my fitness pal leave the things don't like don't start pack like picking up extra sessions or anything like that like don't skip don't like when you skip the gym you don't need to pick it up Mm. the next day session sometimes you just need that little bit of like planted seed and reassurance to be like yeah you got this girl like you're exactly where you're meant to be just hit the reset button Mm -hmm. the reassurance and the accountability as well to just like keep you on track and um to help you yeah like stay on path I think that's like the biggest thing that even reflecting with my own clients like not even in the fitness space just reflecting with them and being like you know what is it that I can offer you that you cannot offer yourself like if you were outside of one of these coaching containers and they say it's it's the accountability you know like having that support having that person by their side like as you said keeping them on track and and just helping you through those harder moments so like I see so much value in having like a coach whether it be fitness business whatever it may be like I really do believe that all of such equal value and um that's why I'm so excited that all of my listeners get to connect with you and get to follow you and learn from you and start working with you if they would like to so we'll do a nice little plug for that at the end of the episode But something that I would love to transition to have a quick chat about is looking into like healthy daily habits, because obviously we both know like being in the entrepreneurial space, but even outside of the entrepreneurial space, we've experienced it as well. Your healthy habits are going to either propel you forward or they're going to hold you back. If you don't have the energy to show up, you're not going to be showing up at your highest level. And what you put into something is what you get out of something. So what are some starting points when it comes to creating healthy habits like if someone's at a point where they know they're ready to start fresh and start creating those positive changes where do they get started and what should they be focusing on when it comes to healthy habits oh yes I love this and again going back to the all or nothing like guys don't you don't need to do everything at once like honestly (laughs) so overwhelming can you imagine trying to be like drink all the water and then you know your veggies and then try to train like however many days and track your calories yeah. and oh my god it's so much and the biggest thing to build up your confidence and competence to follow through on habits because everyone overlooks like habits are actually quite hard to to shift and change when we've been so embodied in our routine for a while. So start off small to build up your confidence and competence and your trust in yourself. Mm. It could be as little if you want to start getting up earlier, like truth be told, guilty, I love sleeping in. Like I'm not a 5.30 riser, guys. Like I, I like sleeping, sleeping in a little bit longer. And the biggest thing I've been trying to like tackle is reading more and sleeping. So I'm like, okay, like how can I improve 
those habits like what can I do in order to do that like this sounds a little bit woo-woo but I actually visualize myself doing it so it's like psychologically psychologically being like okay like I can follow through I see it happening I feel it happening and then also something you can do physically is just set the bar really low we like to put our standards so high and to be like like I've got all the things I can tick all the boxes you know I can tackle on the world I can do all of the things but what if you can just literally if you want to start reading or going to bed earlier how can you make it like get up 15 minutes earlier read two pages start off with adding like more veggies into each meal like what is like this what, what can you hit that's like a 9 out of 10, 100% I can do that? Mm. Like set the bar so low and then you can build upon from that. This is something that I do with beginners who are quite sort of new to the lifestyle and really want to transition to those healthier habits. Mm. So I like doing that physically. But then also psychologically we can come into these blocks. Mm. What happens when we get six weeks in, eight weeks in, one week in and we're like we start falling off the, the bandwagon of whatever habit that they want to follow through with Mm. like what happens then right because I like to look at things mentally from two different sort of sides like black and white so you've got your self-compassion right self-compassion forgiveness be kind to yourself if you fall off track for whatever you're trying to accomplish be okay and accept that and don't be hard on yourself being like oh I should have done better no 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 like you shouldn't have you should be exactly where you are you are exactly where you're meant to be right so have that self-compassion piece but sometimes when we fall too far into self-compassion we let go of some of our our boundaries and our resilience Mm -hmm. and our discipline and the word discipline it's very like harsh in the fitness industry but discipline is actually a form of self-care in my eyes Mm. it's discipline to put your phone down at night like put your phone down at 8 39 like set a curfew to do that discipline to like meal prep make sure you're buying whole foods and nourishing foods Mm. you know for your body it's the discipline to go grocery shopping on a Sunday like to show up in the areas of your life that's discipline but it's still also a form of self-care so where what do you feel like you need when you run into those roadblocks of building habits do you need more self-compassion do you actually need to like be kinder in yourself if you're already ticking the boxes and doing everything you know quote unquote right are you just being, you know, maybe a bit of a perfectionist, you know, maybe feeling like your standards are really high? Do you need more self-compassion or do you actually need a little bit more resilience? Do you need a bit more structure? Do you need a bit more discipline to follow through on those promises? Mm, I love that. I was literally scribbling it down like crazy because I'm like, this is such <laughs> a, a really powerful way to highlight that, like finding that balance between self-compassion and discipline and it can be really hard to find that balance especially when you are like all or nothing and you go to both of the extremes and it's like very yo-yo-y um but I think just sitting and reflecting on that and like asking yourself like you know in, in what ways do you need to start showing yourself more compassion and in what areas do you need to start showing more disciplines so then you can start to have a look at both sides and see where you can find that middle ground but I think the self-compassion thing is something that I was struggling with a lot in the past and it's something I've made a little bit of progress on but now it's sort of like the discipline is where I'm needing to rebuild my uh focus when it comes to my healthy habits because um you get to that point like you said whereas you can be too compassionate too compassionate to yourself and then that ends up creating more problems because of that lack of discipline. So that's really powerful. I'm really really glad that you did bring that one up there because that landed for me in a really in a really 
positive way, something that I'm going to take away from this episode and work on further myself. And, you know, in saying that as well, if anyone has been listening to this episode today, Sarah, and they're like, I am loving everything you're talking about, everything you're sharing, you're speaking to me, like, this is what I need. What's the best place for someone to actually find you and connect with you to be able to learn more from you? Yeah, amazing. And honestly, it's just probably Instagram, mm. right? I'm probably most active on Instagram. So you can find me at Coach Sarah Roz. Um, otherwise, on Facebook, it's just Sarah Roz. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'll put those links into the episode description as well. But before you do pop off, there is something I would love to ask you. And I kind of mix it up. Last season, I was asking all of our guests, you know, what's the final piece of empowering advice you'd love to leave our listeners with? But I feel really drawn today to ask you about your priorities. So what is it that you are choosing to prioritize for yourself and in your life at the moment? That is something that you are just really intentional about focusing on. Mm, yes I love this so I feel like we try to balance all areas of our life it's like whether it be business whether it be fitness whether it be social relationships like all of the things and I think it's really important to narrow down and get really like good and focused on like one or two things because you shouldn't be like putting your energy in all baskets right it's like have your focus points on, on what areas you want to build and strengthen and of course for me right now I'm doing a lot of learning I'm plugged into a lot of containers and what I learn I teach what I learn I embody so it's really about I guess there's a lot of education happening in SRC at the moment um, to really empower women to make their own choices and decisions and to be self-led so something that that's something that I'm really leaning into at the moment with my own personal journey my own fitness journey right now I'm in a building phase so I'm embracing a little bit more of a thicker body I'm embracing a little bit more food I'm embracing all of the the pbs and the intensity and the strength um, that training has to give so those are probably the biggest focus points for me at the moment and my priorities too so thank you so much for asking oh thank you so much for sharing (laughs) I always love our conversations and I'm so grateful that you know you've come into my life and we're able to go through you know these entrepreneurial journeys together but also just you know our personal journeys together as well I think the past three months or so that we've been connected have been so much fun just like knowing that there's someone close by like going through similar things who is in my corner when I need her and um, I'm very excited to watch and see where we both grow to because I know you know there's so much ahead of us for the rest of this year and I just I'm grateful that I get to go through all of this with you so thanks for coming on the podcast and thank you for being such an inspiration in my life right now. Oh, likewise, girl. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. (laughs) So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With Them podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at Empower With Em and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along and I'll see you next episode.